everyone. I'm Mo. And I'm Katie. And this is the, the Mo, Mo and Katie, Katie Show. We are two friends from two different worlds. Coming together in harmony for one podcast, celebrating gratitude, humor, and positivity. We are random, ridiculous, and have been taking humor seriously since 2018. Each week, we'll share two positive news stories from around the world, a quirky fact, the day's weird holiday, a shared experience, and maybe even play a game. All while punning the crap out of each other. Mo, you can't say that. Fine. It's the, the Mo, Mo and Katie, Katie Show. Gratitude. Humor. Positivity. Hey, everybody. I'm Mo. <laughs> and I'm Katie. And this is the Mo and, and Katie, Katie Show. show. I put my inflection on a different word that time. I'm not sure why. The Mo and Ooh, Katie show. Tossing it up. Tossing the Mo and Katie show. Anyway. How are you? <laughs> well, I'm I'm good, Moe. How are you? It's uh, mid-December. So crazy. It's so crazy. It this, is. I'm like in a time warp. Yeah. yeah. It's just do it's just strange. Time warp again. Okay, that's all. <laughs> so if you're listening to this audio podcast, we just Sorry. want to say you know, take a moment and hop over to the YouTube channel because we are now releasing all of our audio podcasts as video, uh, much less edited on the Zoom um, and sometimes no some little, you know, Zoom. treats before and after. So, you know, it, it sounds like we're dancing. We are. Yeah, and you can go yeah. over and see us dancing. <laughs> I got so moves. Anyway. So, so I, I, you know, the question everyone's asking Moe this time of year is, how are you doing with your Christmas shopping? How's your Christmas shopping coming along? Everybody wants to talk about that. Everybody's uh, I haven't started yet. How's so your Christmas shopping? <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't started yet, but I will. I'd like to take advantage of you the got... sales after Christmas. So, so fact, I, it's I funny that of... you say that because... Go ahead. Well, it's funny that you say that because that's actually my family and I due to work schedules and stuff, we won't be together. My immediate family won't be together on Christmas day this uh-huh. year. Um, so we are going to, we did this a few years ago. We're going to establish another day, like possibly new year's day and pretend it's Christmas and treat it like Christmas. And the last time we did it, it was wildly successful. But the, the bonus is we all have one extra week to shop, which is great. Happy birthday, Jesus. We're going to celebrate in January. <laughs> Jesus gets two birthdays this yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, well, so shopping and waiting till the last minute to shop are things going on in the world. You don't wait till the last Moe, minute. You shop, you shop after the clock has expired. Good Lord. <laughs> That's post-minute shopping. Um, all that aside, Moe, tell us what is going on in the world today. So, um, d- you ever heard of um, Misery Loves Company? Yes, sure. And, and I think that shared misery uh, makes a party. So I, I'm going to coin that phrase now. But there was um, okay. 60 people that basically got snowed in in a pub in Britain. And so okay. it's, it's actually called it's called the Tan Hill Pub. And it was a it's the highest public house. So pub, it's the highest pub in Britain. It's at 1700 feet above sea level. So anyway, people oh, come wow. up there, but they got snowed in. So there was a huge snowstorm, took out the power, and these 60 people were stuck in the pub for 3 days. But 
they had a <laughs> oh great time. There had a, happened to be an Oasis cover band in there. They also had trivia night, and so they had trivia questions in there. And they basically just made beds, and everybody just kind of crashed on the floor for three days. And they said it was like a life-changing experience. And Oh, that's fantastic. Everybody that came together. But it reminded me of um, Come From Away, like when there's kind of like this just mm. awkward, natural, not natural, but an awkward situation that brings a bunch of people together. And there's this shared misery, but out of that comes this common bond, and you've kind of you were changed by it. And I love the fact that, you know, 60 people were stuck in a pub and I know that was at least one dog. That's in there, amazing. So that, that brings up some questions too, if they were stuck in with a snow drift. <laughs> but did um, anyone, did anyone have a baby over that? Like that, like Woodstock, yeah, were there any 61 babies in in, in the 61 pub? came out. Yeah, no, <laughs> but one, one guy did have to be uh, medevaced out. Cause I think he had um, needed dialysis or something like that. But for the most part, everybody, wow. um, they were in there and they made the best of the situation. They had the Oasis cover band, they had the trivia, they had tabletop games and um, just the, the people working together. I just love stuff like that. I think that's so cool. That is amazing. I think as an extrovert, when I hear of things like that, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have been there. That would have been so fun. <laughs> it was like the, the, you and I could have been like the the mistresses of ceremonies and like, okay, guys, here's the next thing we have. Yeah, like we are out of questions. We're going to make this up now. That's right. That's awesome. Anyway, yeah. All right. To the Tan Hill Pub and everybody that was in there and made the best of a worst situation. It wasn't a worst situation. That's fantastic. The best of a bad situation. Just an inconvenient situation. That's all. Yeah. So good. Well, I would like to tell you about. Um, I'd like to tell you about a pooping man in Spain. I'm sorry. It sounded like you said a pooping man in Spain. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. What is it with you and poop? You no, look, you've done the poop coin machine in Korea. That's true. And I did a poop story last week too. I know, I know. And and I know what you're I thinking. Don't know. I know what you're thinking. You want to know if you're gonna be dung doing those. <laughs> it just feels right to me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's time to feces the facts. You know what Do I mean? you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fecal. I got it. I mean, I understood the pun. Oh, you make me laugh so hard that I can't get through my story. Okay. So there is a tradition um, in okay. Catalan, Spain. I just have to cut you off. You you let in with a man with poop in Spain, and then you started with, there's a tradition. I'm... Well, there is. I, <laughs> I'm nervous, and, I, and I have, I've turned you not to do these before. <laughs> Well, it'll work in a pinch. Okay. Um, as <laughs> oh. okay, go on with the poop tradition in Spain, or as they say okay. in Spain, el tradición de la poop. <laughs> Sorry. So in in Catalan Spain, they have a tradition, and the tradition is. They have nativity scenes, and there's always a figurine of a man pooping off to the side. I'm I'm going to show you a picture of this, Moe. This wow. is the figurine right here. Why? <laughs> Happy birthday, so, um, Jesus! Here's some poop. Leaves gold, <laughs> frankincense, <laughs> myrrh, and <laughs> and oh, sorry. Sorry, that wasn't very birthday Jesus like. <laughs> And we've lost Katie. Oh my gosh. 
Okay. There's so three the wise men statue. and one idiot. Okay, keep going. <laughs> the moving statue is called El Kanagur. El Kaganer. El Kaganer. And um, he's off to the corner of the traditional um, the traditional activity scene, but this actually dates back two centuries. Now, to take this further, oh, in God. Catalan, um, Catalonia, the word Kaganer translates roughly to the word crapper. <laughs> that is what he's called. Although some use rougher language, like you. <laughs> but he is hidden somewhere sneakily in the nativity scene, and children actually make a game of trying to find him as he crouches in the shadows. Now, he's never in front because that would be disrespectful. Oh, oh yeah, that would be disrespectful. <laughs> so some state that it loosely ties back to, you know, the fact that, you know, Jesus came to save people from their sins and that this is a reminder of humanity's condition. Some people loosely say that, but um, they have become a popular um popular figurine people now worldwide will buy them to put them uh, off to the side of their nativity scenes um including being made to look like celebrities and um hey is so there a, the lesson do, do they come in like bobbleheads that would be kind of cool <laughs> that would be awesome can you imagine this but the lesson is at christmas time in catalonia poop smells but it also sells that's what this article says <laughs> And I have to give a shout out. My my husband is the one who sent me this article and I told him I was going to use it on the podcast. I know I'm asking. <laughs> and if anyone Christmas. knows my husband, that's not going to surprise him, anyone. So that is my story of a pooping man in Spain. <laughs> she's, in case you're listening to the auto folks, she's just shaking her head at me at this point. But she loves me. Wow. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, Moe, I, I, I don't know. I think a, that's your quirky, quirky fact right there. No, no, no. No, I no, no. The quirky, the quirky fact would be if the Calgon man was was made out of poop. Is that I'm sure irony? that could be arranged. I'm, what, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can arrange the. So. Well, it's it's irony. It's irony if you you know if you eat enough red meat, but um. That was actually really good. I feel like we've we started, we started the podcast. And we just did a very quick careen downhill. Yeah, you, you know when you it tried. started. You, you know, so you know, well you know when you know when the downhill started. There's a pooping man in Spain, and there's a tradition. That's when it started, and then um, that's all you. You just kind of got the car <laughs> to the edge, and just like, poof, here's a little poof. Here's a little poof. <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> All right. So I have, okay, well, not only do I have a quirky fact, I have a double quirky fact today. Yes. Oh, double. so two so for one. Two? It's a pre Christmas special. It's number two. Yeah. <laughs> I have two quirky gonna, facts. Hey, because... I, I, I will be on, on cussing probation, but you need to go on poop probation. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just, I'm saying with respect to the podcast, no more poop stories until the new year. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, there's definitely a trend there. I should probably talk to someone about that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not me. All right, tell me your... so, someone professional. Okay. Yeah, again, so not we're gonna, me. you know, spoiler alert, we're gonna talk in a little bit about we're gonna talk about Christmas songs today. So my quirky facts have to do with two Christmas songs. Okay. First of all, do you know what the first song was that uh, was played in space? I'll be home for Christmas. 
No, but that would be that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's let's change a quirky fact. That's let's make that the answer. This no. So on December 16th, 1965, um, the NASA's Gemini, Gemini 6A played the song Jingle Bells, and it holds the record for being the first song ever to be played in space. Hmm. That is a thoroughly researched quirky fact. Bam. Take that, Katie or Carrie and Saru. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> It was the first song ever played in space or the first Christmas song ever played in space? The first song ever played in space. Wow. Okay. I know. All right, and then uh, then one more, and this is for you to guess, okay? If you were to buy someone all of the things listed in the song, The 12 Days of Christmas, how many gifts would that be total? Now, keep in mind, each day you get, you know, there's basically 12 partridges by the end, you know, because oh, there's one each oh, day. Oh, oh, and Yeah, now- so it's not just... 11, you know, 12 plus 11 plus 10. It's all of them. Oh, there's a lot of math. Um, and they're mostly birds too. Like who wants this? Yeah, I don't birds? know. Are these, are these cage-free birds or, or, or shade? They're, girl? um, they're homes, they're homeschooled okay, and so, massaged. So, oh, oh, so a little bit more. So I would say, um, probably like $12,675. Well, it's not the cost. It's how many presents, oh. like how many actual presence oh, so actual math 1200 yes or 287 oh you're kind of close 364 so that's five and most of those are birds seven times so 35 okay how many so how many of each thing would i get so you get i don't okay oh come on you i want an itemized <laughs> list holy hell well you okay. would get 12 partridges you would get 11 times two, you would get 22 French hens. You would, I don't know, somebody break this down, make a spreadsheet. But the answer is 364 presents by the yeah, time I'm gonna need you to see the, the whole thing. All right. Okay. First, first listener to post or email us an itemized list of all the things wins. Okay. Yeah. We need to know. That's right. Yes. And we'll uh, get at, a bigger house. The prize the at stake will be a, a pooping man, uh, roughly, <laughs> roughly. In the tradition of the the Spanish tradition of El Pupin Man de la Christmas. La Crapper. La Crapa. La Navidad. <laughs> All right. Please, please save Feces the podcast Navidad. for me. And- <laughs> Navidad. <laughs> Bam. That happened. Barrett drops the mic. Yeah, Barrett wads up a bunch of toilet paper and just drops it slowly. Oh, my Perfect. goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us. Tell us what. Uh, save us, Mo. Tell us what today is, please. I don't know that I can. But it's kind of interesting you <laughs> talked about the thing in space because December 17th, which is today, right? Okay. December 17th is yes. the Wright Brothers Day. This is the day that they had the first successful flight of uh, heavier than air, oh, cool. uh, mechanically propelled airplane. So this happened in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina in 1903. Awesome. So and it is interesting because wow. early, in the week, early in the week, um, I got to do an interview um, to get to talk about the C-5. And one of the coolest to me, one of the coolest facts about the C-5 is the Wright Brothers first flight that happened today in 1903, not today, but in 1903 was shorter than the length of the cargo compartment of the C5. So I just thought it was kind of a kind of a cool bookend to the to the week. 
That's so cool. And you and I were recently talking about the C-5, which is what you flew the majority of your career in the Air Force. Um, and it's it's the second largest plane in the world. Is that what you it's said? Third, third, technically. But it's the largest in the third, Air Force. Third, okay. Air Force, yeah. It's so cool. Big old, big old plane. Yeah. So yeah, so the Wright brothers could have done their entire flight inside the C-5, which is awesome. Yeah. So that's right. a quirky fact wrapped up in a, today's holiday moment. Yeah, so Look I guess you, you, you really have to go. So I'll side. edit your quirky fact out. It's final. Yet I gave you two. <laughs> Great. Because because I care. I, I'm a giver. Do you, though? <laughs> he sees Navidad. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of Christmas songs, well, speaking of- I thought it would be fun. <laughs> so speaking of, we're both, you and I are both musicians. Music is actually how you and I met each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it would be fun to talk about Christmas songs and like, you know, what are your favorite Christmas songs? Do you have any funny stories about Christmas songs, any traditions, anything like that? Now, I am in I am in the midst of Christmas songs right now because I tend to assign my students Christmas songs this time of year. So we've been doing them since like mid-November. So there's that. So, so, so just about a month after the uh, retail store started playing Christmas songs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, gosh, I think like Halloween weekend was when I heard my first Christmas song in a store. And I'm like, come no, on. No, <laughs> no I'm, I mean, there, there should be a rule. Like, you know, you don't play Thanksgiving music until after Halloween and you don't play Christmas music. Until yes. like, I'm like, let's just get one. all those Thanksgiving playlists, you know, <laughs> it's all those Thanksgiving. Songs. I have a bunch of Thanksgiving playlists. I played them at trivia night. Oh yeah. The t- Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Song. Yeah. Gobble, gobble, gobble. gobble. Okay, so but we're not talking we're not talking about Thanksgiving songs. We're talking about Christmas songs. No. Okay. We are. So so do you have any particular favorites? Like do you like the traditional Christmas hymns or are there like more modern ones that you like? What do you like? Well, the, the, I think the my my favorite probably most modern hymn that we sang in church uh and so we're Lutheran so we do things a little bit different. It was Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I think that's probably one of my more um just, um, just you know, the the the, the feel good feelings that you sing. It's the last one with the candles, um, and then you blow. Except them you out. sing it in a minor key. <laughs> sure. Grandma I, I, got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> okay, when you say we're both musicians, I like to listen to music. You can geek out over that. So I think technically you are the musician. I'm just a. Uh, oh, stop. I can press play. So anyway, yes, I. <laughs> you're no, my, I, you're I, my I like, baritone. Yeah. I like the um so there was another one that was done years ago and it was dogs barking jingle bells. Oh, that's just good stuff right yeah, there. And and I think there's a commercial out that's right now stuff. that's got the dogs barking or something like that. But um, do you you know one of our family favorite songs is Dominic the Donkey? Are you familiar with that one? I am not, but he sounds like an ass. Oh you <laughs> I just like I could not have pitched that more across home plate. <laughs> hey, nice sports ball reference. Yeah, you bowled Thank that you. right in. You bowled that right over home plate for me to. I bowled that right through the goalposts right yep. there. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I I think we'll need to play. What I'm going to recommend is maybe at the end of the podcast today, instead of our traditional Mo and Katie bumper that we play, Dominic the Donkey. I, I just so it's there's hee hawing and it's fantastic. So I can make um, that happen. I'll talk to our sound editor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have a conversation with yourself. Yeah. Um, but I I tend to like 
less traditional, less well-known Christmas songs. Um, and I think I had told you about this when I was in college, one of the, the coolest things I got to do in college was my sister and I were in the University of Akron Madrigal Singers. Mm-hmm. And at Christmas time, we would dress up in Madrigal costume and there was this mansion in town oh, and we would have dinners. People would come and we would literally walk around and sing and we would sit across this table. There was a script. And so we sang like, and it's basically five, six part acapella Nice Renaissance, excuse me. And it's so fun. So I like songs like the boar's head, like ones that are just not quite as well. Yes. What are the words to boar's head and what makes it a Christmas song? And you can't say just because I sang it after Halloween, that doesn't make it a Christmas song. Well, it was part of the whole Christmas like meal tradition that the chef would bring in the boar's head. What does, okay. Again, what does, would you like me to sing a a line of it? No, no, I would like like to, I would like to know. (laughs) I would like to know what a boar's head has to do with Christmas. Get me there. I mean, it was part of the meal. It was like the Christmas meal. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I I trust that you can do it because you got from baby in a manger, no room in an inn to man crouching and by the nativity. So I trust that you can (laughs) get me. Stop swearing, Moe. I'll bleep it out. Don't worry about it. I, I trust that you can get from boar's head to Christmas. Just, I need you to, to bridge that gap for me. So in this madrigal, in this like traditional Christmas meal, it starts off by the chef bringing in the boar's head on a, on a plate and they're wishing everyone to be merry and enjoy the boar's head. Got it. That's it. I mean, that's all. But what does a boar's head have to do with Christmas? It it was the meal they ate. I don't know. Other than that, I don't know. Who ate that? Jesus and Mary and the... the... (laughs) Jesus did not eat a boar's head. Well, I don't know if like Gerber had it like, you know, like kind of like mushed up like boar's head baby food boar's head yeah. boar's head peas That's and cranberry next. sauce it does say be decked with bay and cranberry that's part of the lyric it says what it says the boar's head in hand bare eye be decked with bay and rosemary oh it is rosemary it's not cranberry it's hard oh, being okay, a okay 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 no i get it i get it rosemary's baby jesus mary no rose there. Got it. Okay. I'll, I'll get there. Wow. Anyway, but I like, I like, <laughs> let me fast this. I like very pretty non-traditional songs. There's a song called Still, Still, Still. That's one of my favorites. Um, there's one called See Amid the Winter Snow. Oh, and if I can make a little plug, if anybody is in the Baltimore, D.C. area, um, my friends Todd and Allison and I this coming Sunday are doing a concert I'll and we're going to be singing some Christmas stuff. Well, you'll be there. I'll be um, there. But it's at seven o'clock at, at Salem United Methodist in the Baltimore area. So yeah. hit me up if you want more details. It's going to be good. But anyway, um, and then another thing that I really like, a um, very dorky musical thing about me that I really like about Christmas time is Handel's Messiah. So everybody knows the Hallelujah Chorus. When I was a kid, Uh, when I was like middle and high school, my parents basically made my sister and me sing in the Messiah every year for the Marian Civic Chorus. And we hated it. It was like the longest rehearsals in the world, all this stuff. But as an adult, I have such an appreciation for, it's an oratorio for this whole work. I absolutely love it. And it's a real, I love, I love to try to listen to and, and it's a whole thing. People own scores and you can bring your score and sing along. And yeah. it's, it's a whole like social thing too. So yeah. didn't you do so, a zoo with that. Patty's um, school? Was that the Messiah? Yes. Yes. That was, was last year. Patty, was Requiem, um, Patty is Requiem, Danner. 
Is Requiem and Messiah different things? Are they the same thing? The Messiah is a, it's a work, it's an oratorio. A Requiem is a different kind of musical work. So a Requiem is a like, like, um, general term for a type of music work. The Messiah technically is an oratorio. So is Handel's Messiah, the Hallelujah Chorus from Handel's Messiah, is that a Requiem? I don't think it's a Requiem. Requiem is often to a song sung like in, in, um, uh, honor of the dead too so oh, okay not really yeah it's just a, it's, I, I, it's I, I part of the work. those phrases out um i've just been uh, doing a, a phrase <laughs> contraction so for anyone that has heard most say requiem <laughs> requiem darn you hardly know um <laughs> speaking of rectum uh good so <laughs> So, so besides Grandma got rid of her fire reindeer, what other songs it, do you Dogs really Barking like? and Dogs Barking Jingle Bells. Dogs Barking. Dogs Barking um, Jingle Bells. I don't, I mean, um, I just, I love, to me, it, like Christmas Eve service and singing Silent Night with the lights turned off mm. and a candle is always like, that, that's, that yes. to me is Christmas Eve, so, but. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, I would say it's not Christmas till I've sung Silent Night, crying, holding the candle in my hand. It's good stuff. Yeah. And Joy to the World, which I don't actually know the melody of Joy to the World because I always sing harmony. So my world is, is, yeah, I can't. The harmony version. Yeah. This this Christmas, I'm really, really excited. I'm really excited because my dad has played, he has played the organ at Emanuel Lutheran Church in Marion, Ohio for 60. My dad has played the organ for 63 years. He's been at Mary, he's been at Emmanuel not quite that long, but this is, he's going to be retiring. This is his very last Christmas Eve service that he's going to be playing. And so um, most of my immediate family is going to be there for it. And so I'm really excited about that. So no, is he going to play it on his Lego piano or a real piano or an organ, an organ? He's going to play it on the real pipe organ. Yeah. They do have a Lego organ in the haunted house one, but that's not what he's going to be playing. Suggs showed me here. (laughs) But, that doesn't sound right. Suggs yeah. did not show me her organ. Suggs showed me her Lego pipe organ. That's completely different. But in keeping a theme with with um with your GI tract of facts. So <laughs> So listeners, tell us what are your favorite Christmas songs? Do you have no, any? No, no, really no, no. We don't, I, that you I, like? I, that's that's great. You have no. a favorite Christmas. I need to know the itemized list of all the 12 days of Christmas things. Okay. All right. Um, okay, fair enough. I, and I I would also like it in like a bar chart by type of gift like birds would obviously okay. be so yeah i mean People, if you're if you're a statistics the nerd, because you know i'm gonna do it right now but if you're a statistics mm-hmm. nerd or uh like a visual presentation like all my edward tufty fans i'm gonna need to see the 12 days of christmas graphically that's what i want to see but i need to see okay. the itemized list okay. so, thank you go fair enough oh another one too that's popular in this area is the song now that you live in maryland well is um crabs for christmas if you haven't heard that song oh i want crabs for christmas um, my no. Christmas wishes come. Yeah. So you need to check that one out too. No, so we'll just, I, I we'll think just I've heard right it's, uh, it's, it's scratches an itch. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> that was kind of crap. <laughs> oh, well, you know, All right. we better end. So yeah. So give, you know. Mo needs an itemized bar chart for the 12 days of Christmas, but we hope all of you are enjoying the holiday season. Um, we hope that you are, you know, maybe have some of your shopping done, who knows, but if not, just the fact that you're having fun and enjoying life right now. That's the important thing. So, um, and, and of course, you know, as we think about the things, we reflect the things for which we're thankful. We definitely think about our listeners and um, those of you that are with the tribe of weirdos with the Mo and Katie show, we really appreciate you. We have so much fun doing what we do and we hope that, you know, you're enjoying it 
as much as we are. So, so with that, you know, in the vein of gratitude, humor, and positivity, I will close with a gratitude quote today. Appreciation can make a day, even change a life. Your willingness to put it all into words is all that's necessary. Love it. And that's a quote by Margaret Cousins. I love it. And I think that's important. You know, take some time, pick up a note card and write down and tell somebody, you know, how you feel about them. Tell them how grateful you are for them. Just take some time to put your gratitude into words and it really can change somebody's life. Yes. And I'll put gratitude into words for Saru for sending me a Christmas card to me and Jen. It was just, Aww. it was a, it was an unexpected surprise. And I think that's the coolest thing about gratitude too, is when it kind of catches you off guard. So um, I was grateful for that card. So I will close by saying, be grateful, keep laughing and stay positive. And we wish you all wonderful holidays and we will see you very soon. And get working on that bar chart. Bye. Bye. Katie's show has been recorded in front of a live canine audience. Our theme song is It Is Fun by Hooksounds.com. The Mo and Katie show is produced by Mo and Katie. Our sound engineer is Mo and Katie. Our producer is Mo and Katie. Hair, makeup, lighting, and catering by, you guessed it, Mo and Katie. For comments, suggestions, and smart remarks, visit the Mo and Katie show Facebook page or email us at moandkatieshow at gmail.com.